because you followed all the rules. You did everything right. You were supposed to be happy and you're freaking not. So you think it's something to do with you. I must be the problem. I need to go make and cha make changes. I need to figure this out. But it's not you. It's the system. I'm Navneet Man, lawyer turned online entrepreneur. I help unfulfilled professionals start an online business that makes an impact so they can finally leave their draining careers and have ultimate freedom, control, and fulfillment in their lives. Using the power of self-discovery, subconscious science, and business strategy, I will help you transition out of your unfulfilling career and into a freedom-based business that you love. This is the Aligned Freedom Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Aligned Freedom Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Navneet Man, and we are going to dive into a really juicy episode, which can be confronting for some people, um, triggering for others, but comforting, I hope, for most. Today, we are talking about what you can do if you hate your work as a lawyer. You know, originally I was going to name this If You Hate Being a Lawyer. And as I was thinking about that title, being a lawyer implies that that is your identity, that a lawyer is what you are. And that's not true. And a part of what I wanna to discuss today is separating ourselves as a human being from the work that we do. A lawyer is your job title. It is something that you do. It is a job that you perform. It is not your identity inherently. It's not who you are as a person. And I think that is one of the most important things to remember and something that is forgotten time and time again as we start to sink into our professions and understand that maybe the profession is not the right path for us as we start to feel miserable and even start to hate what we do oftentimes this thought comes up for many people who have gone to school to get multiple degrees and have worked their way to the top of an organization or have done a lot to achieve big success in their profession and have given up many years of their life and have spent a lot of time and money in order to achieve that. What happens is when you start to dislike what you do, you begin to think, well, I don't know who I am if I'm not a lawyer, right? I know that happened to me. It had become such a big part of my identity and who I was that I thought that being a lawyer was synonymous with me, with Nav. When my friends would introduce me to people, they would say, this is now my lawyer friend, right? My parents would be so proud. Our daughter is a lawyer. It becomes such a big part of who you are that you think that you are inseparable from that profession, from that title, from that status. And that just is not true. So I really want you to start to think of your job as just a job, not something that is inherently who you are. It is a part of what you do. And yes, you can take away things from 
being a lawyer, your education, your experience, and utilize those skills, experiences, background, expertise into a new endeavor, but it does not change who you are, whether you choose to stay in law or leave law. You yourself are a whole person with or without this profession. So I really wanted to kick off this conversation and state that right off the bat. I find myself using that language, right? I am a lawyer or you, what it's like to be a lawyer. It's not what you are. It's not who you are. It's just something that you do. Okay. So I appropriately titled this conversation, what to do if you hate working as a lawyer. And The premise of the conversation, first of all, is to normalize being unhappy in your career. Can we just get that out of the way? That just because you worked hard and dedicated years of your life, maybe even decades of your life to achieving a certain level of success in your career, and now you are unhappy that that's okay, that dedicating time to achieve something does not equate to fulfillment at the end, that even though we have been fed this story and essentially this lie by society that if you go and go to school, get good grades, work your way up, go to you know post-secondary, get multiple degrees, get into a good firm, work your way up there, that that is the epitome of success. And we are made to believe that once you reach that milestone, you will be happy. You will be fulfilled. Your life will feel complete. You will be whole. And that's just a crock of shit, right? You already know that because you're listening to this today. You've experienced that level of success. You've gotten to that pinnacle, but it has not felt like enough. So then what do you do? You start to work harder to achieve more, to try to work onto the partner path. You try to switch firms, you try to switch areas of focus and expertise, hoping to find that pot of gold because you followed all the rules. You did everything right. You were supposed to be happy and you're freaking not. So you think it's something to do with you. I must be the problem. I need to go make make changes. I need to figure this out. But it's not you. It's the system. This entire system is rigged. It's broken. We, from the age of five, are told, you know, for most of us, when we go to school, we're told to figure out what we want to be. We have eight-year-olds that are drawing pictures of who they'll be in the future. And I think I shared this on a previous episode, but when I was younger, probably around the age of eight, and I was drawing a picture of myself in the future and who I wanted to be. And mostly, you know, that's a profession. They don't really encourage you to think about the types of values you want to have, the type of person you want to be. It's more just the profession you want to choose, the career you want to be in. And I remember drawing a picture of this woman um, and I didn't know what she was. I just knew that she was this powerhouse of a woman. So I just called her a businesswoman. Um, but in my mind, she was the person who, you know, wore 
power suits and walked into offices in high rise buildings and had a corner office and things like that. And I didn't really know how to describe her. But that wasn't enough. I was forced to fit into this box and encouraged to think about the career I would choose. And in my culture, we're often told you should be a doctor, lawyer, engineer, or accountant, and otherwise you're you're failing at life. Um, so a lot of people in my background will end up going to med school and doing things like that without, I think, really questioning whether we're happy, whether without really questioning whether that field is aligned with us. And for me, law wasn't necessarily my first career. It was something that I developed into. I wanted to be a lawyer in my, you know, teenage years and in through high school. It was something um, that I was fascinated by because I really believed that it was something that would allow me to help other people. For some reason, there was something innate within me that always wanted to help people. I liked feeling helpful. I liked feeling of service. Um, even when I was younger, it was just something within me and it's, so that developed into wanting to be a lawyer, but it's not the first path I chose. I actually chose that marketing and business path, um, funny enough, and then evolved into wanting to go to law school. And you all know the story of how that ended up and why we're here today. My point being that we are encouraged by this model of success, the traditional model of success that society has fed us that being successful means having these accolades and having a certain outward looking lifestyle. And if we have that, then we shouldn't complain because we're better off than most of the people out there, which is true. But that does not mean that there aren't any hardships or discomfort that comes with those achievements. You're allowed to feel uncomfortable. You're allowed to feel unhappy. And unless we recognize that we are unhappy in our everyday lives, we're not going to change. So if you're listening today and you are feeling uncomfortable or unhappy or misaligned or just miserable in your job, I just want you to know that that's okay and you're not alone. And I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're listening and I'm glad you are exploring what could be next for you. I think that one of the most important things that we can do as miserable lawyers is to start to look inward and to really question what the disconnect is. Not to be angry at yourself on why this is not working out, but to really get curious about what parts don't feel right? What parts of this profession, what parts of your day-to-day -day life, what parts of your, you know, mental health are disconnected for you and not feeling in alignment with who you are? When we start to recognize all of the things that we do on a daily basis that don't feel good, yet we're forced to do them because it's a part of the job, then we start to see the things that we don't want, the things that are not in alignment. And the importance of alignment is that when we are doing something that is innately 
a part of who we are. It's aligned with our core values, with our dharma, with our passions, with our skill sets. That's when you feel like you're in flow. That's when you feel the happiest. That's when you feel like you are the greatest service to other people. That's when things feel easy and you make the biggest impact. It's because it's effortless. And when something is feeling hard day in and day out and always feels like a struggle and a challenge, then you may want to question whether that's in alignment. And that doesn't mean that we don't work hard. It doesn't mean that we shy away from difficult tasks. It doesn't mean that we never challenge ourselves, not at all. But that hard work and the challenges and the difficulty needs to still feel in alignment. Like being an entrepreneur, I work really hard. There are days where I'm working very, very long hours. I work on the weekends, but I'm not complaining about it because I enjoy the work. It can be difficult. It can be challenging. It can be in flow. Whatever that day is, I enjoy what I do. I freaking love what I do. So it doesn't feel misaligned to me. But if every single day you are walking into your office and turning on your computer and have this dark cloud over you or a feeling that washes over where your stomach sinks and you're like, shit, I'm here again. This sucks. I don't enjoy this. I don't like this atmosphere. I don't like the work. It doesn't feel meaningful. I don't feel like I'm making any kind of contributions. I don't feel like I'm growing in the way that I want. Then you need to question why. You need to ask yourself, what is going on beneath the surface? You need to start to explore, who am I? Seriously, who am I? We started this conversation talking about the fact that your identity is not being a lawyer. You have your own personal, unique identity. What is it? What does it entail? Who were you before you became a lawyer? Who were you before the world told you who to be? What matters to you? You are here for a very important reason. You have certain characteristics and skill sets and perspectives and experiences that nobody else has. You can make a huge difference and a contribution in this world. If only you start to explore who you are and start to recalibrate your life with that person. When you are in that lane, doing something that is aligned with you, you are making the greatest impact and you are the happiest that you'll ever be. You don't need all of these rules and to follow this system, a system that was arbitrarily created to put people into boxes and lanes just so just so we don't question what's going on and we all just fit the mold and keep our heads down and keep marching forward, right? You don't have to fit into that. And I think we're seeing that more than ever with the um, increased opportunities online. We're seeing it more than ever, even with younger generations coming up, um, actually choosing not to get higher education in many cases, and still being extremely successful doing work that they love. And that's available to all of us. There are so many opportunities that are available. There is so much growth that is rapidly happening around us. And if we're going to keep our heads down and stay in a miserable job, we're wasting our life away. 
what are you waiting for? Till you turn 65 so you can finally retire, which apparently lawyers actually never retire, but then what? You're finally going to enjoy your life a few decades from now? What about all the time in between? Right? So I think it can be really scary because up until now, we've been given a roadmap. Up until now, you've known what steps you needed to follow in order to accomplish success, in order to make a great paycheck and have a great lifestyle. It's all been given to you step by step, but now you're at the end of that plan. You've taken all of the correct steps. You've checked all of the boxes. You've done everything right, and you're not freaking happy. In fact, the opposite. You're miserable. But guess what? In order to pivot and figure out what's next, there's no plan. There is no blueprint. There are no step-by-step instructions, and that can feel really uncomfortable for those of us who are so used to following the rules, who are so used to doing what we're told. And now all of a sudden, we need to look at life through our own lens and make our own decisions and figure out what works for us. And we may fall down a number of times. We may screw up. We may not get it right. And that can feel really scary because we've also been conditioned to believe that we always need to have the right answers. We always need to get it right. People are always watching and judging us, which is all a load of crap because nobody really cares what you're doing in your life except for you. People are way too busy to care about each other. And if they do have things to say about you, who cares? They're not the ones waking up feeling miserable every day having to go to a job that they hate. You are. They're not the ones that need to do something about that. You do. So it's about having the courage to have your own back, to start looking behind the curtain to see what's on the other side, to start to take a step forward, even if you don't know what direction you're going in and start to understand what may be meant for you out there. I truly believe that we all have a deeper purpose and a dharma. And if we are keeping our blinders on and staying in a lane that we hate, that is not meant for us, then we are essentially ignoring our dharma. We're letting it slip away. We're not fulfilling that purpose we came here for, that sole purpose that you chose before you came here. And if you could align with that and do the work you want to do and the work that sets your soul on fire, you'll be happiest. You'll be making a living doing what you love, being of service and being fulfilled. And I think that's the secret that nobody really tells us is that the path we we choose to take and choose to walk should be one that is based on who we are, not what we want to do, not what we're told to do, not what we're told to be, not that picture that you drew in third grade of yourself being a certain profession that you didn't even understand. And then you were encouraged to just make your plans for your life following that. No, none of that. It's about looking inward and understanding what matters to you, what you're good at, what lights you up. The things that when you're doing them, time just seems to fly, right? You're in a state of flow. 
There's a reason we call it that because when people are in a state of flow, that is when they are being their truest expression of themselves, right? Athletes feel this when they are in the zone, they're playing their sport, time just flies because they're just in flow. Artists will feel this. Anyone who does work that's coming from the soul and not from the cerebral mind of what they should do and they've dropped down instead internally to understand what they want to do, will feel the sense of flow. And that's available to you. But you have to be okay with taking the unknown path. You have to be okay with carving your own path. You have to be okay with trusting yourself and taking a step forward. Each of us, I believe, knows deep inside the direction we kind of want to go in. For me, I knew it was going to be helping people, working with people directly. I really am energized when I get to work with my clients, even being here, sharing this story, speaking to all of you. These are parts of my skills, my strengths, the things I really enjoy doing. I love talking to people. I love connecting. I love communication. Like this really, really lights me up. So I'm doing what is in my soul and I'm developing that and changing it like anyone who's been on this journey with me for the last few years has has heard me talk about the changes in my business and that's okay because I'm figuring it out and that's my point is nothing is ever completely figured out and that's the beauty of life is that you get to follow and create a path of your own and take it wherever you want but that really is the truest highest form of happiness is being able to have that autonomy to make your own decisions, being able to choose what direction you want to go in and course correct when needed, right? You've already spent decades of your life developing this particular success, this particular career, and it hasn't gotten you where you want. So what do you have to lose? right? Most people I talk to say, I'm so miserable in my career, but I don't know what to do next. So what do they do? Nothing. They stay. Day in, day out, they stay in something that they hate. How miserable is that? And I did that for three years because I thought I had to have it all figured out. And I wish somebody told me then, what I'm telling you now is that you will never have it all figured out. All you need to do is put one step in front of another and take messy action and be willing to be afraid, be willing to not know what's next, but know for a fact that it's in your best interest and it will work out. And that's the best piece of advice I can give you is to start exploring and figuring out what could be out there for you. Experiment, try new things, right? You don't have to let go of your job immediately, but you can start to explore what is it that lights you up, the things you like enjoy reading about, the things that you enjoy watching videos on, the things that just make you smile, the things that bring you joy, the things that when you're doing it, you're not thinking about anything else. You're not stressed out about anything else. Explore that. See who you are and what you like to do. Give yourself that opportunity. I think what keeps people stuck the most is that they overthink this because we are trained 
to have the the next best answer, right? We always need to have the argument in our back pocket as lawyers. We always need to know our case and have all the evidence to back it up. We're not used to taking action without having the answers. And it's going to feel uncomfortable at first. It really is. But you are more than a lawyer. You're more than what you're trained to be. You're a dynamic person. You're resourceful. You're relentless, right? You will figure it out, but you need to give yourself a chance. So if you are somebody who hates working as a lawyer and you just know that there is something out there for you, there's something bigger and it's been calling you and you've been feeling this inkling for a long time, and maybe even the misery of being in law is growing exponentially every day and you feel like it's going to break you down. I get it. I felt that way until it did break me down. If you can avoid it, please do. Give yourself the opportunity to understand what could be available for you. And of course, if this is something that you want support with, this is what I do for my clients. I am so incredibly good at helping people understand their deeper self and their core values and to bring out pieces of them that light them up and for them to understand what path is next for them and to create that with safety, security, accountability, but also excitement. So if you're interested in exploring that and you want some support, then make sure you DM me on LinkedIn or on Instagram, and I'll leave all of that in the show notes. And just say ready, say the word ready, and we'll chat, we'll have a confidential conversation. And there's no strings attached. It's just to see if there's something I can support you with. But I don't want you to ever feel like you're alone. I don't want you to feel like you're suffering in isolation. That is one of my biggest, um, biggest not fears, but something that makes me sad, I think, for so many people in this profession is that we're meant to believe that we're just supposed to be happy and we're supposed to suck it up and not complain about anything. And if something's not working out, it's your fault. You must be the broken piece and you're not broken. So I don't want you to ever feel that way and I don't want you to feel isolated in this. It's okay if you're not happy. In fact, most lawyers aren't. Most lawyers are miserable. Studies have showed this. Polls have showed this, that most lawyers actually end up leaving the profession. So you're not alone. But if you want to make a move that feels aligned and feels good and exciting, then let's be intentional about it. Make sure you DM me. We can chat further. But I'm really glad I got to have this conversation with you guys. I'm going to be chatting a lot more about supporting folks who are feeling unhappy in their career, specifically in law. Um, and helping them develop the clarity and confidence needed to make the next move. And I'm so excited because I love this work. So thank you all for being here. I'm going to see you guys next week on another episode of the Align Freedom Podcast. And in the meantime, I'm excited to hear from you. See ya. See ya.